You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sobriety with me. I took the week off. As you may have noticed, there was no episode. I kept saying I was going to release one, and I should learn at this point that when I don't plan ahead, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I went away for the weekend, for Labor Day weekend, with my best friend of like 27 years. We went to Palm Springs, had an awesome time. I mean, except for the fact that Palm Springs literally is so hot, it feels like you have entered like Satan's asshole. It is, it is so hot. And I, as someone who, I don't like the heat. I don't like sunshine. I don't know why I suggested that we go to Palm Springs because I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I was like, hey, that would be fun. And it was. We actually did have an amazing time. But every time we stepped outside, it was like, why the fuck did we do this to ourselves? The trip also started off extremely stressful because so my friend Brianna, she's from the Bay Area. So she drove down to stay with me. I'm in LA. And then we were going to go drive to Palm Springs, which is about like two hours-ish away from where I live. So we're having a great time. We're catching up on the drive. We're listening to music. We're joking around. And mind you, I also brought this um, tube balloon, like just a giant tube, because I was like, what can I do for my two-year sober anniversary coming up? Oh, I'll be like all of those Instagram influencers who post with giant number balloons. That sounds good. So I ordered this two balloon. You know, I'm thinking, okay, this is my friend who literally she has known me my entire life. If there's anyone I can ask to take a shit ton of pictures of me holding this balloon that I can post when I when I hit my two years sober on Instagram. If there's anyone I can ask to help me create social media posts, it's Brianna. So we're driving with this, you know, not yet inflated two balloon in the back seat, and we get to the hotel about an hour early, and, uh, you know, it was before our check-in time, so we thought, okay, well, why don't we find a party supply store where we can go and get the balloon blown up, and it'll be ready for my photo shoot? <laughs> you know, clearly, we have some time to kill. So we're searching. There's nothing really nearby, but we find one place that will be still open and it's about a 30 minute drive. And then we're like, okay, great. 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. We'll be actually right on time for our hotel. So we find Fantastic Balloons in Palm Desert, which big shout out to them because they are the heroes in this story. We go get our balloons. We're all good. Get back into my car. And my car, when I turn it on, starts to violently shake like it's having an earthquake and every single emergency notification alert like check your engine check your motor check your carburetor check your check check the whole body of this vehicle every single alert little signal pops up on my dashboard so we're like well that's not great it also just isn't working like not as if I'm going to go drive with every single emergency notification on but it's it's just shaking and it's not letting me reverse. And so we're like, let's stop. Let's get out of the car because this doesn't feel right. And so we get out of the car and I'm like, all right, I'll call AAA. I'll call one of my services. You know, I still, my car's still under warranty. It's a used car, but it's a 2019. So it's not like it's crazy old. Then we hear what sounds like an explosion in my car. And it's because the freaking balloon popped. Because it's 120 degrees in Palm Desert and balloons expand in heat. So that was great. 
So we go back inside the store, got to tell them what's going on. And they're so sweet. They're like, please stay inside. Take a seat. Like, we've got chairs over here. We'll bring you guys water. She gave me a new balloon for free. So kind. So we're calling like AAA. And then they finally come. And he comes and he looks at my car. And he's like, I don't see an issue. So this guy comes in when he turns on my car. It doesn't shake. None of the alert notifications pop up. My car is acting completely fine. My car made me look like a fucking liar. He does a couple other checks, you know, checks, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is that he checks. And he's like, no, your car seems fine. And I'm just like, excuse me? Please don't gaslight me. I saw I was there. I was there when my entire car shook. Brianna was there too. We were here when my car acted like it was about to catch on fire. Please, please, sir. But no one could find an issue with it. So we got our balloon, our new balloon, and then we drove and we made it to the hotel and my car has been fine. I am going to, I think, bring it in since it's under warranty to be like, hey, a weird thing happened. Can you check it out? Make sure it's all good. But Brianna and I were like, what? What? And then you look like an idiot because then, you know, the the guys there are like, yeah, no, your car is fine. And so now I just look like, what, I made it up? I'm crazy. So that was the beginning to the weekend. And Brianna is just like keeping, she's very calm. She's a good person in emergencies. Like we're both, we both laugh when things are uncomfortable or when we're like stressed out. So we were just dying laughing. We were laughing so hard. Like it was honestly as stressed. I was stressed because I just kept thinking like, is my car, like what, is my car dead? Like I was freaking out about the money, about the finances. Like how are we going to get home? we're two hours away from where I live and like I was just so stressed about all of the logistics of it and then Brianna would just look at me and we would just crack up so honestly stressful beginning but then we had such a fun weekend and then I just was like oops didn't record a podcast whoopsie daisy but you know what this is me and you know what you already know that I'm an imperfect person Because if I was a perfect person, as I've said before, I probably wouldn't have developed a drinking problem and had to get sober, you know what I'm saying? But I am really glad that I got to go on that trip and kind of take a little break because I have been struggling a little bit lately. Very, very mildly, I'm having what I like to call depression light, a nice low-cal depressive episode, you know, like half of what it could be, just a taste, just a little bit. Um, But yeah, I'm very much feeling... And falling into the comparison trap. I'm doing the super fun calculation of my whole life. Adding it all up into numbers. How long until I'm 30? How much should I have in my savings account? How much do I have in my savings account? How much are houses? How many people have I gone to high school with who have now purchased houses and posted it on Facebook? It all feels like very stupid and trivial, but also monumental at the same time if if that makes any sense. It's like, no, these numbers don't really mean anything. Like, what is, what, I mean, it's all fake. <laughs> like, capitalism, uh, how we've assigned value and meaning to money. We've all made it up. It's all fake. But we do all live in a society where we are following these rules. So, yeah, it still matters. And I, I still keep pulling out my calculator and, you know, punching in the numbers and putting them together and feeling like I'm behind feeling like I should have more or I should be more Um, even in romantic stuff which I have been very like at peace and actually feeling very good I have been 
very, very, very single for like two years. The only time I actually get kind of sad about it is when I'm comparing myself to other people, when I'm thinking about other people and that their priorities are getting married or being in a relationship or having children or whatever it is. And those are all really valid, wonderful things. And then I feel like is something wrong with me because I don't really, I'm not prioritizing those things and those things aren't in my life and I'm not like even hungry for those things. And then I start to feel like, what's wrong with me? I start to question if I am stuck in some sort of developmental place and I should be ahead, you know, and I, I'm, it's so silly and it's so stupid, but I, I keep talking about the fact that I'm going to be 30 in six months and I think it is freaking me out, but it's freaking me out again in this comparison way because inside and really just for me, just for me, solely for me and not what anyone else is doing, I feel good. I feel good about where I'm going and I, I don't I don't feel like I need anything else other than what I've given myself in this moment. But then I just like, it's again, it's the stupid numbers thing where I'm calculating like other people at 30 and uh, like what my friends are doing and what I see on social media and what, you know, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But the thing is, you can know something, but that doesn't mean you can just turn off the feelings that you're having. You know, it's like logic versus emotion. And I think being in this kind of mental space lately you know I I spoke about this on my Instagram stories recently but I have been having a lot of weird self-sabotage impulses lately and I don't know if it's all interconnected but self-sabotage is definitely a reoccurring theme in my life where it has been there have been many times in my life where I saw the good healthy correct path when the road forked and I went down the more chaotic one instead And not always big or splashy chaos, smaller things. Uh, Someone in film school one time wanted me to do like voiceover work for a film. And I was so excited that they asked and I wanted to do it. And it seemed like a really exciting thing that was going to push myself. And then last minute, I canceled and I said I was sick. I said I couldn't do it. You know, it's like and I sabotage this thing that was cool and exciting because I was nervous or scared or just the idea of doing it felt overwhelming. And those impulses, those intrusive thoughts of going down the wrong direction have been popping up again with the milestone of my two-year sober anniversary being literally right around the corner, and it's the reason we had to get the balloons. I explain it like this. I've been doing this good thing for a long time, and it's working, and it's helping, and I'm happier and healthier, and I'm just plugging along. But then the weight of two years of something being a big deal, suddenly it's like it feels suffocating. And I have been having a lot of relapse dreams. I've been having these intrusive thoughts that the night before I hit two years, I go to a bar and I get fucked up and I'm not going to do these things. Let's be, be, let's be very clear about that. I'm not going to do any of those things. Those are simply intrusive thoughts and it's okay that I acknowledge them, but I'm not going to act on them. I can have the impulse to self-sabotage and not participate in making that a reality. The interesting thing about self-sabotage in general is that I've always felt a little disconnected around the topic of self-sabotage and why we do it because there seems to be a general consensus that people self-sabotage because they have low self-esteem and they don't think they deserve good things, so they ruin good things before they can happen or as they're happening. And I think that is a very valid reason or explanation for why a lot of people self-sabotage, but I never really related to it. I would say the only times 
I have had like serious self-esteem issues were kind of the last few years of my active addiction when I just felt so bad about myself physically, mentally, spiritually. I didn't like my behavior, but that was based in my active addiction and I didn't feel that way about myself before. I didn't start drinking because I didn't like myself, but then once my drinking got out of hand, that's when I didn't like myself anymore. When I think about it, my self-sabotage stuff has stemmed from anxiety. Anxiety about a situation, about people, um, looking into the future and thinking about things that are going to happen and kind of spiraling that way and getting and freaking myself out. And so for me, like, I don't know, I mean, I don't really know how to explain it too much other than it just for me seems to be rooted a lot in anxiety and like fear not so much disliking myself um, because, listen, even through all of my anxieties and my all of my many issues, like I have my insecurities like anybody else, but um, I have never really wished to be a different person. I have always generally liked myself and I haven't always liked my decisions. Um, and there are things, of course, that I struggle with, but I have always valued certain things about myself and not wanted to trade them to be anybody else on that note you know what it's time for it's something that made me happy this week it's my pink cloud of so on this trip with my best friend brianna i did a couple new things for me in sobriety um one of them was we went to a bar and I have been to I have been to a bar. I've been to like restaurants and other people have ordered cocktails and stuff. But we had a night where we were like, let's go out. Let's go flirt. Let's look really cute. And so we found a couple of different bars to go to. And <laughs> the first one we walk into, it's like there's nobody there. Not a single person. There's two. There's two people there. And we're like, mm okay, this isn't the vibe. And I look, and there's some mocktails too, but it's just like, you know, $17 lemonades. No, thank you. So we go and we're looking and we're, we're trying to figure out what like the nightlife in Palm Springs is because we don't really know. So then we go to a restaurant and we sit at the bar and then I felt kind of, I don't really know what the etiquette of this is. I don't, I was like, I wanted to sit at the bar because I think really what I was hoping is that we were going to like have some interesting conversations with some people. And this was like a very good way for me to kind of test out quote unquote nightlife, but feel very safe because I was there with like my best friend who knows me so well, who I feel very safe with. She's the same one who I went to a drag show with. Um, and it was a good, it was a good way for me to kind of just experience these things and she's not she's not sober like I am but she really rarely rarely drinks so we were at this restaurant but we were sitting at the bar and this is something that I I I wonder I don't know if there's any bartenders that listen that could weigh in I ordered a coca-cola and I wondered I'm like what is the etiquette like are are bartenders annoyed if you sit at the bar and you don't order cocktails like I I was started I sort of was thinking about that I'm like am I kind of like a waste of their money because I'm sitting there at the bar and I'm taking up a space at the bar and I'm just like yeah I'll have a water and a coke um so that was something that I was feeling a little insecure about kind of wondering like should I be here am I allowed to sit at the bar um and 
then we sat next to this uh it was a couple and then this one guy and he was just on bumble the whole time and i was sitting there like dude turn 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 to your left a little bit and you could say hi to me how about me i'm right here you could say hi to hello to me hello so that was kind of a bust <laughs> we but we had a good time and we were just kind of laughing and it was just then we tried to do this like go to this club and I kept my mask on the whole time I walked in I saw all of these people without masks and I was like oh my god COVID 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 even though we're vaccinated I was like "Uh, uh-uh, this seems no thank you absolutely no and I just started thinking I'm like am I just am I too sober for like the club experience am I too old for the club experience did I never enjoy this but I was just drunk sometimes so I just didn't care and that's a kind of a that's kind of something that I actually think is very powerful about sobriety is because you get to redefine what you actually like and what is fun for you. You get to decide, like, you don't have to go somewhere that you're not going to have fun at. And when I was drinking, it was like, it didn't really matter. It just mattered that I could go and get drunk with people or I could go and I was already drunk and then I could go and continue the drinking into the night. But now it's like we went and I was like, I'm not feeling this. So we went back home. And then we had way more fun just like laughing and being idiots, like chilling in the hotel, you know? I also really appreciated that I was with someone who I could turn and say, I'm, I don't like this. I'm not having fun. I'm not comfortable. Can we go? And without question, she's just like, yeah, of course. And that was a really good like I said, a little, all these little mini tests, when you get sober, you're like Bambi and you've got your kind of wobbly legs and you're learning how to do life. You're learning how to do life again as a sober person and not leaning on alcohol as a crutch and having these like social, there's all these like social experiments that you are doing sober. And some of them are uncomfy and some of them are weird. And some of them you're like, oh, I don't like that thing. And I was just really glad that I got to do a little bit of that with my best friend and um yeah we just had so much fun so I'm really I'm really glad we did it and I'm and again big big shout out to Fantastic Balloons for sheltering us while we thought my car was going to explode all right everyone thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of sobriety um if you enjoy the show, it's always appreciated and, and it helps if you leave a rating, five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, tell a friend say what's up to me, come say hi to me. I'm lonely. Let's have a, let's have a conversation. Come, come say what's up on my Instagram. Um, I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you all next week. Okay, bye everyone. Bye.